Welcome to Investors Insights. Our topic today is winners and losers. This isn't a dull market or an economy that uh, has slowed down. And we've got a lot of information for you this morning and a lot of debate that goes with it. We think you'll be very pleased with the information that you receive. And also know that on our social media, we're going to keep this dialogue going You know, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, our podcast, uh, YouTube, uh, the list goes on. We're big on communication, and we do a lot of research here at Five Plan Partners so that we can make decisions in our clients' portfolios in relation to their financial blueprints. So starting off today, why do we pick winners and losers? Well, Bobby, uh, you, you start us off the, the big debate that started with last week's blog. Recession is a word that keeps coming up. Uh, talk about that for a minute. Yeah, we continue to get client questions about the idea of us being in a recession and what impact that talk has on the market. And it's important to point out here that the S&P 500 is actually showing a lot of strength the past three weeks, even with all the talk around recession. So let's talk about the technical definition of an economic recession, and that is two consecutive quarters of negative GDP, which we have had this year. But the broad definition has actually changed some over the years, and we're of the opinion that we are not in a recession. And we agree with more of the broad definition set forth by the National Bureau of Economic Research, which is kind of like the official arbiter of recessions. And so as you can see in this chart, the main variables that the NBER uses in making its recession call are all up actually for the year, or since the start of the year. And so we saw a very strong jobs number last week, industrial production is strong, and the consumer is showing a lot of strength seen on the right-hand side of this chart with retail sales and consumer spending being up as well. So it's not a surprise to see that the market is somewhat ignoring the recession talk because the broad strength of the economy that you see in this chart. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of strength there. And you brought up those points this morning in our debate and discussion. We also, uh, in relation to that, we said also it's selective. There are winners and there's losers. And Trey, you brought up from the standpoint uh, different sectors uh, of the market. Uh, some are showing a lot of strength and others aren't. So talk about that in relation to what Bobby just said and about recession. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Greg. So yeah, this is definitely not a rising tide, uh, raises all boats kind of economic growth or expansion if we're not into, if we're not recession. This chart from our research partners at Strategus shows the different sectors of the S&P 500 and their earnings growth in the second quarter. And while the total market, which is a good representation of the total economy, are expecting an 8.4% growth in earnings, you can see that that's wildly different across industries. You've got the energy industry, which is up nearly 300%, or on the other end, you've got the financial sector, which is earnings are expected to be down 22%. This This is what you would expect in an inflationary environment. Areas like energy, materials, industrials, real estate, they're all doing very well, while other areas like utilities, consumer discretionary, and communications are really on, really showing a lot of weakness. So this is a winners and losers kind of market, not necessarily a, a, mar- a total market rise. This isn't really a stock market. This is more a market of stocks where you're having definitely different results from different areas of, of the economy. And Ty, you gave us another winners, losers kind of scenario uh, with your information today. Uh, talk about jobs. Uh, yeah, so so to Bobby's point, you know, we got the job number uh, last week, um, very strong, 528,000 jobs added compared to an estimate of 250,000, so blew that out of the water. 
Um, saw some great strength in service sectors like education, health services, leisure and hospitality, uh, you know, professional business services. These are areas we want to see expand. These are areas that got hit hard uh, during COVID. Um, and, and manufacturing continues to increase. So 15 straight months, manufacturing increase. Again, to Bobby's point of industrial production. For the first time since 2019, we have surpassed uh, our pre-COVID level. Um, so, you know, we were on a job growth trajectory, got hit by COVID, really pulled back. And now we're finally surpassed that. Um, so that's great news. Uh, with a grain of salt, however, this report, uh, you know, much, much to our title, winners and losers, very bifurcated. Um, labor force came down a bit. Um, it, it dropped uh, 63,000, so less people in the labor force. And uh, on top of that, this is something that the Fed is going to monitor, uh, you know, when they consider hiking rates uh, again in September. Um, you know, we were seeing maybe like 50 basis point hike, and, and then we saw odds uh, go back up after this job report. So, so it's, it's, it's a good report um, with a little hair on it. Also, well said, uh, because the Fed really has focused on jobs. And so we'll be watching that closely. I'll also point out here, it's also why we have five people on our uh, investment portfolio strategies committee, because we're all researching, we're all watching markets, we're all having input on the decisions as we look at our clients' portfolios in relation to the financial blueprints. And it's because when we see some contradictory information like that, we want to know where's that going to take us. And speaking of that, Adam, the volatility of the market. We've had a few weeks here of strength, as Bobby's already implied. Uh, talk about uh, the numbers here in terms of the S&P 500 and what uh, numbers our clients should be focusing on. A lot of this economic data that the other portfolio members brought to the table actually reflected in the market in a positive way for the S&P finishing up on Friday at 4,145, giving us a new resistance level of 4,180 a new support level of 4,110. Also, we were talking about the 50-day moving average in the last couple of weeks of how that leveled off and actually gone to the upside. So now we're seeing something similar occur in the 100-day moving day average that's currently sitting at 4,117. That's going to be a really important number to keep an eye on moving forward as we're starting to see these moving day averages for the S&P start to level off and, in fact, turn to the upside. Yeah, no, it, it, those are numbers our clients should focus on as we proceed ahead. You know, folks, it's hard to believe, but uh, school starts back up this week. Uh, there's not too many more weeks left uh, in 2022. Uh, we're going to keep you updated uh, as we head toward midterm elections and uh, also watching the Fed. And we just want you to know that every day here at Five Plan Partners, we strive to make sure that our clients have a better, richer, fuller life. We thank you for believing in us. We thank all of you who have been forwarding our, our blogs to others and, and sharing them with family, friends, and colleagues, and, and those of you that are having us speak to different groups. Uh, we think that this is a great opportunity to communicate about the volatility, the uncertainty, and the winners and losers in the market. Have a great week. We'll talk soon. Mm -hmm.